0: Yeah, one more ah,
1: that's good whiskey. Kalu, who the fuck are you? Fuck a lee, fuck a loo, fuck a me, fuck a you, ooh, suck a dee, suck a doo. I'm really damn hungry. Are you? Yeah, I might have to stop and get some McDonald's or something at some point. Scottish food. Yeah.
0: Good morning, America. One two one two. Oh, hello. This is America. (laughs) This is America. Who's that guy? This is America. I don't know. That's the only line of that song I know. Childish Bambino. Yep.
2: Oh, I haven't heard that That album, Anal Bump cover. Are we uh, ready? Yep. Are we recording? Yep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. We are working under ex- extreme conditions here. Things have really gone sideways. Elliot hasn't eaten since lunch. I don't know how he survived. <laughs> it's a mess he's starving He you know he's almost dead elliot well, do you want to speak to that
1: i mean yeah uh normally i'm a i'm a two meal a day guy it's no there's no breakfast happening it's a black coffee go to work probably stop halfway on my way to work to take a poop you know you, you do a mobile poop like a gas station poop sometimes yeah like well when you you're on the ro-
2: rather poop in the comfort of your own home. Well when you're in the road on the road in the morning, where do you where do you go? Actually, that's a good question because I'm on the road in the morning often. Yeah. Uh I will pull into a nice restaurant <laughs> or <laughs> a hotel and use their lobby bathroom because it's often clean and very unused. Hmm. That's that's my road pooping uh go to's. Definitely not a fast food joint or a gas station. That's
1: normally my go-to is like, you know, McDonald's or something. And then I'll actually, I'll also buy my second coffee. But think about all the greasy poops that (laughs) have been taken at
2: a McDonald's. Like I'm going, I'm where I'm going. There's like classy businessman poops,
0: not like just greasy, (laughs) greasy, filthy Scottish food poops. But do you get the eye like this person just walking in off the street? and not using our faci- and using our facilities but not actually a patron. Yeah, but I don't stay in
2: any of the hotels that I'm doing road poops in. Like so you're 100% not a patron of
0: that uh, no. establishment. Yeah,
2: but why do I care if they're judging me for pooping? Everybody
0: poops, that's a fact. <laughs> you don't get that from McDonald's.
2: That's true. McDonald's will not judge you for having a road poop. No, they definitely don't. And the gas station won't judge you. But the other problem I have with the gas station is is the key is always on a rope with like a, a doodad and all the poopy hands that have touched the rope and the doodad. Like you have to handle this just disgusting thing. Like it could be anything. It could be, you know, like I saw one where they had like one of those two foot feet long, like shoe helpers, like yeah. to put your foot in your shoe. And you're just thinking about all the greasy poo hands
1: that have touched that thing over the years and never washed it
2: yeah
0: well,
1: because that's that's a two directional key, sure it's coming back, you know or sure it's going there clean, but afterwards, poo particles
2: it's in the bathroom, yeah. the other thing I don't like is the blower. I won't use it ever because think about it you take a take a big old shit and then the air is full of poo, <laughs> and then you wash your hands and they're actually <laughs> clean at that point. And then you blow, you have a device that literally sucks in the poo air and rams it onto your hand as fast as it can. You're just ramming all the poo back onto your hand. So I'll just wipe my hands on my pants or just shake them out and that's it. Call it a day. Not even if they have a nice Dyson? No, because think about the Dyson one has you the You don't trough. even touch it. It has that trough where all the water like yeah. settles at the bottom, uh... all that gross water. Like some of that gross water from the last guy, has to be splashing up and onto your hand. There's no way it isn't.
0: So, do you open the door with a piece of toilet paper?
2: Like, well, if they have a paper towel, I'll always open the door with a paper towel. And yeah. if I'll throw if they don't have a garbage can by the door. I'll just throw it on the ground.
0: <laughs> There's actually a law
2: here that you have to have a garbage can within like six feet of a door. I think. Makes sense. Yeah, so you can throw the toilet paper or whatever that you're using to touch the door handle out. I don't know, I just don't want other people's shit on my hand. Is that
1: unreasonable?
0: No. <laughs> no, uh, I can't think I of I don't a reason want people on my hand. Be.
1: If you could write any law into existence like what would it be, Noah? Any law? Yeah, like you said there has to be a garbage can six feet from the door. If you could write a weird ass law like that into, or even just any law into effect. I want, okay, this isn't really a law, but if I could somehow have an idea,
2: it would be less laws. (laughs) Because one of the problems we have is that we live in a society where you can't do anything. Like, especially in Canada, there's so many laws binding every single thing. Like, anything you want to do, there's a million rules. So I actually feel like it's in the States and other countries. It's a lot freer. Like you can just start a business. Like you can have a coffee stand on the side of the road. Children can sell lemonade. You can't, you know, that kids can't sell lemonade legally in Canada. Cause they don't have a food license.
1: Yeah. But nobody stops them.
2: Yeah, they do. Happens all the time in Toronto. Cause that they're sh- fucking idiots that in that town. That shit is fucked. Um, if you're from Toronto, maybe you could email us about why everyone over there is such a fucking idiot all the time.
1: Yep. Ouch. i'm okay with that
2: uh welcome to the podcast we're happy to have you here guys and gals and everybody uh it's a beautiful sunny wednesday sun's just going down right now actually nice and warm 26 degrees today celsius that'd be like a nice balmy 85 in american or what would that be i don't know it's a nice day. It's a nice day. Sudden that in freedom units. Uh, we are missing 90s Josh. He's camping with his family. Yes, he is. They're having a good time. And so I'm No Name Noah. Elliot, voice of the hipster. Truck Stop Aaron, how's it doing? We will be bringing some of the most heated topics today to you controversial topics, topics that make what's going on in American politics look like child's play. Topics such as why do Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen have different last names, but
1: they're brothers? It's a really good question and one that I didn't know until tonight. And to be honest, I didn't even know that. I didn't know that Martin Sheen was their dad. To be honest, I should have put that together though. I did know that,
2: uh, but but I didn't. I yeah okay so go ahead you know the answer to this
1: well of course everyone's favorite actor from the eighties, you know was Ramon Girard, Gir, Gerardo Antonio estevez
2: yeah everyone knows who that is yeah
1: also known as Martin
2: Sheen, Martin Sheen well I don't think Martin Sheen was the biggest actor in the eighties he true. he would have been more like seventies right like
1: because yeah. he was in apocalypse now yeah. badlands or was that 80s no it was 70s yeah but so let me let me say that again ramon gerardo antonio estevez is martin sheen's actual name there's your ff for today
0: so what's um oh sorry that's the dad that's
1: the dad yeah yeah emilio his Estevez son
0: took, his son took his same stage last name,
1: well his stage name is Martin Sheen, Charlie Sheen took yeah, the stage name,
2: yeah yeah, and Emilio Estevez took the actual real name I wonder if Charlie Sheen so has has quite interesting
1: name. uh yeah, Charlie Sheen's real name is Carlos Irwin Estevez, interesting,
2: I wonder if they have spanish or or Mexican background because martin uh, sheen doesn't look like he's mexican maybe he has a spanish background like from europe i don't know let's see here like those are very strong spanish names that are Hispanic spanish spanish name, name. Right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: okay i'm gonna i'm gonna move us on but we can come yeah. back to this yeah um we did a fun little thing last week so we're not well i'm not a big hipster beer guy and i know josh isn't but We did go on a hipster uh, brewery tour. Thank you, Truck Stop, for setting that up. So we went on down to,
0: where did we go? We went to Central City Brewing and Distillery. So Central City does the
2: Red Racer brand of beer, which here is really popular for IPAs. I'm not sure, like, he was saying they don't sell into the States right now uh so i'm not sure kind of what their exposure is worldwide but here it it's a quite a popular hipster beer and then they do the nude vodka sodas which is also really Central big City
1: does nude vodka?
2: yeah they actually uh they, they're
0: a bot they bottle it for them they oh. make they make it and bottle it make it and bottle yeah. it. yeah
2: huh. uh, they don't own it but they make it and bottle it and uh yeah i started off Started off a little rough. Our our tour guide was having a bit of a rough, rough patch. He was recovering from the day before and uh, turned into a really, really good tour.
0: We warmed him up. We warmed him up by giving him a bit of a rough time for having a bad attitude. He did not. He was not excited about giving us a tour. He was actually mad. He's like, we stopped doing tours because tours are dumb kind of attitude is what he started out like blatantly telling us. And then we got through a couple corners and a couple things, and we were harassing him. He was throwing back some jokes and loosened up pretty yeah. quick. Yeah, It went pretty That's quick good. from him basically saying, "I
2: don't want to do this at all," at to like having a good time. And we ended up they do the um, Lone McKinnon whiskeys, which uh, actually I have that one in my truck. Hmm. We could pull out and review that. The, I a, have the wine have quite a cast. line yeah they do the they do so it's uh distilled by Stuart mckinnon in british columbia canada uh quite good i thought kind of pricey like quite pricey actually what 100 bucks 80 bucks 80 bucks yeah. for a canadian whiskey that's that is that's quite, quite, quite a lot bit. yeah uh so not a value pick but i like it i think it's good he the our our tour guide matt made us literally the best old fashion i've ever had in my entire life like not even a close second unbelievable um yeah the hospitality went from being kind of starting off sour to like excellent like he ended up giving us oh it was a shit ton of beer it was like 18 beers or something tasters. on the tasters on the house and we tasted all the whiskeys the tequila finished whiskey the rum that they had like it turned it, it turned into a pretty good afternoon so we're hopefully gonna get him on the pod. We we have his contact and we might actually go down there and for our beer and whiskey review have um we'll see if we can get them, but uh we might luck out and be able to actually get Stuart McKinnon to talk to us about how uh how the whiskey is made. So that would be pretty cool. We'll we'll see what happens there. Uh wow. and then who knows, maybe We'll dabble because there are a few local uh, breweries. There's like Fieldhouse. So maybe we could dabble a little bit and see if we want to do a little bit of hipster beer reviews and talk to the guys actually making it. Hell yeah. That might be interesting for our listeners. Me, I like my Coors Light. They're putting in a plant just down the road from us. 20 minute drive. Fuck yeah, boys. Are they going to do tours? That's the brewery that I want to go to. I want to talk to all the heroes that build that building. All the legends that work inside of it. That's that's where the magic happens for me. I want to so, sell them tools as well. There you go. And I love that they're a local brewery now. I love that. It's a it's a local. Would you say
1: they're craft beer?
2: Oh, for sure. They're crafting a delicious beer that's local. <laughs>
1: they are craftsmen. Yeah, of beer. I love, I love craftsmen oh, tools.
0: Beer. There you go. Do you like craftsmen tools? Yeah. I do. I think they're a good value. They why do you, why my, do you
1: love Craftsman tools?
0: Basically nostalgia. That was my very first first large set of hand tools. That, that was definitely my first set as Me well. Me too. From, from yeah. Sears. Yep. Like what? I Mine got was from Canadian sale, Tire, like but 50% no, Mastercraft.
2: Off. You had Elliot. Yeah. Mastercraft is Canadian Tire. Yeah. Sears is Craftsman. Fuck's <laughs> sakes.
1: Yeah, you're right. Craftsman, I think the
0: kind of block letter, white lettering with a bat, red. No, it was that?
1: I wonder where I got it from though. Sears. Okay.
0: Yeah. It must have been Sears. If it yep. was Mastercraft,
2: it was Canadian Tire. If it was Craftsman, it was Sears. Hmm. Now Craftsman is through Lowe's. Lowe's. And, and in Canada, Rona. Rona's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I want to talk about something that's I've been watching. We've talked about this on the pod before, but I'm really passionate about it right now. And that is Top Gear. I'm watching all the old episodes. And I just showed one to the boys where... They basically show you that for the same price as golfing, you could have a race car. Not a race car, you could buy a, a car, a cheap car, and you could race it. And they do this like rally cross race and it's the coolest thing in the world and I would love to do that. So I'm gonna transition this into a question uh and Elliot's is gonna be easiest to answer, but if you could have any cheap car, like let's say let's let's actually go okay well maybe we'll do two one let's say like a thousand bucks that you could buy a car and you could turn it into a little racer maybe you get another thousand dollars to you know suspension or tires or whatever on it uh what would you like to do uh
0: on the street i go supra for a thousand bucks, for thousand dollars, it, would be it, it would be it would be a shit bag. It would be a real brutal I, one.
2: There's no such thing as a thousand dollar Supra. Not mm.
0: even like super old.
1: No, no, not a thing.
2: Are They're are a like all
1: collectors' items.
2: No. If you oh,
0: probably wow. bought
2: the most bagged out piece of shit Supra that ever could you could find it, uh, I guess it would be worth at least five to ten grand.
0: Because they there's some really shitty looking ones out on the street, but I I don't know. I've never I've never looked into buying one. So yeah, um. Hmm. something that would be a thousand bucks but still good
2: like you're playing in that range with like probably japanese and european cars from the 80s and 90s so you're looking at like
0: could you get a mustang for a thousand bucks an 80s mustang prob-
2: yeah probably you, but not a not an eight cylinder now you used it like five years ago for sure you could get a five liter You're probably, for a thousand bucks, looking at, like, a V6 from the 90s. Uh, I wouldn't want that. Or early 2000s. You might luck out and get a real shit-bagged one for a grand. Maybe, like a Fox Body, like a real beat-to-shit one. Hmm. You may luck out and find something, but it would be probably an automatic.
1: Hmm. An 84 Celica Supra for 750 bucks. There you go. in Delta. So
2: for me, I like the BMW that he drives. I like those BMW like 328. So I think that's a pretty good value or like, and don't, don't get me wrong. These are not cars that I specifically want to own. We're talking thousand dollars, thousand dollars cross racing, yeah. right? You're going to take this thing on the dirt and bang it into other cars and have a good time. Uh, Honda Civic SI I think is a good one. Yep. Um, my I ha, I knew a guy that used to buy Mazda three because apparently they have a pretty um skookum um skid plate on on the bottom of them so you yeah. can wreck them
1: pretty good and not rip all the undercarriage out. They also have the um, GTR version of it, which is or like a not GTR that's the Skyline model or whatever. It might be GTR, but uh, anyway, they have an all-wheel drive turbo version of the three two three.
0: Wow. That, that would be neat. That's
1: pretty awesome.
0: We had a lot of fun in my buddy's You can three get them for not school. Sorry. Sorry. No, yeah, never mind.
1: Oh no, no, yeah I just mean you can get them for actually not too expensive. Which is pretty great.
0: Mm.
1: Definitely not a $1000, but but maybe a couple grand. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean my choice would be obvious. It's got to be the the European hatches. So he drives a Citroen in in the top gear episode, which is awesome. Hard to find in Canada. Almost impossible. Yeah, yeah. and if you can, it's definitely not gonna be that as cheap as he bought it for. But the golf is a wonderful choice. What
2: Elliot, what even would be your options for European hatchback in North America or Canada specifically? Like I I can't even really think of much
1: besides the golf. Uh the Audi A4. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Quattro which is was like a classic choice for rally cars um you can get uh a lot of peugeots from that era actually in canada for some reason um for a couple grand
0: um for fiesta or an escort
1: yeah yeah which pretty much are european vehicles the
2: um okay so apparently the volvo 240s yeah, are the, pretty skookum vehicles yeah. and pretty good for that kind of thing because they're just
1: tough. Yeah, the 242
0: is bulletproof. Because Is that a wagon or a full-on? You it's can get the wagon or the sedan.
2: Yeah, the wagon or the sedan. They're basically the same, just one's a wagon, one has a
1: trunk.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, the rear-wheel drive Corollas are pretty awesome. Like the A92 was is the model, I guess. But they're pretty awesome at, at throwing out the back. yeah can you get those for cheap though isn't there kind of a scene there like there's guys that are into them drift guys ruin everything man used to like be able to get cool 240 sxs as well now the drift guys are all over those g35s from back in the day drift guys are all over them what's a g35 like that infinity okay yeah um yeah all the cool cars that were like cheap front wheel or sorry, rear wheel drive, but front engine. And they're all just getting, you know, just getting raised or price raised all the time. So yeah, there you go. Drifters. We like what you're up to, but fuck off.
2: Yeah. Uh, I like
1: watching you go sideways, but if you could make the prices go down ways, that would be great. There it is.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that leads me into a rant. Go fucking cable companies and phone companies, mm. fuck you! You know the best way it was ever said to me was I was shopping for a new phone, and in Canada we really only have three major carriers, and they own all the sub-carriers, so it's a joke. Yeah, and uh except for fucking SaskTel, those magnificent sons <laughs> of bitches, they are the little they're the little train that could, yeah, the engine that could, man. SaskTel has the best plans. I always envy, but they won't sell to you unless you have a Saskatchewan address. Uh, they are
1: a crown company,
2: that's why, but oh, there you go. Uh, okay, so I'm shopping for a new phone and I go to all the places and the guy who impressed me the most this is a long time ago. Now I am on a company phone, so I don't even have need to worry about this, but the guy who impressed me the most was the Rogers guy cuz he goes, "Listen, all phone companies are evil." You just have to choose the least evil one, and I like to think we're the least evil one. And I was like, "That's a good, honest pitch. That's fair. <laughs> that is a fair assessment of phone companies." uh You probably have the same thing in the states. You got T-Mobiles, Verizon, Sprint. They got it
0: way better in the states. They have like competition between their They have carriers.
2: Act. Yeah, I mean, they have forty dollars unlimited in the states. Yeah. For an unlimited plan here, I was talking to my boss. $40 he, unlimited? He, he told me that my phone is $200 a month. I was like, holy fucking shit. That's a nuts. single line. That wow. is bonkers. Uh, he told me one time my phone bill was $400. That's wild. Uh, yeah, so, and then my cable went out for like a month, fuckers. And then it just randomly came back on this week. So that was nice.
1: Air quotes randomly. Yeah. I don't know. They're fucking with me.
0: Uh, that's my rant about the phone companies oh they, and then they want you to they're they're buzzing your box and not making it not work so you call in and then you they talk you into upgrading that's sneaky that's my that's my sneaky suspicion but you
2: know what conspiracy theories with Aaron. <laughs> I, I live like an old man okay an old man like a 90 year old man i have all the streaming services i don't download torrents or anything like that I have, like, Amazon, I have, I have, uh, Netflix, I have Crave, um, like, I don't, can you even get anything else in Canada? Oh, I guess there's YouTube you can get now, but, like, I've got all these streaming services, I watch everything legally, I've got, like, a fucking million channels, like, I've got all the channel packages, so I can watch sports, and HBO, and AMC, and everything, so, like, I'm paying for that, like, my phone bills through the roof, I have a landline, Like, like an old person. Why do you have a landline? Because I have a fax machine that I need for work. Oh, that makes sense. Which is also an old man move, having a fax machine. So, yeah, it's hilarious. Anyways, and then you call them and you're like, hey, I noticed my bills creeping up because they creep in on you, fuckers. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, nothing we can do. And then you you you're watching TV, and they're like, "Join our new plan." It's you know, and they show the price, and you're like, "Fuck off!" That's cheaper than my plan. Yeah, because
1: that's for new customers only.
0: Yeah, and I've been a customer forever. There's no loyalty customer plan. There's only new customer plans.
1: Here, I'm gonna give you the really the the inside track here. All right, as somebody who did tech support for a phone company, I didn't sign an NDA, so I think I'm fine. What you do is you call company and either mention the crtc or like basically talk about another phone company so th-
2: just to clarify the crt is a canadian regul—what what is that canadian regulatory yeah. telephone something yeah. blah blah so
1: telecommunications
2: that, yeah and all the phone companies here are playing in the gray lines yeah on it so what elliot's saying is you basically say i'm going to call the government
1: yeah all you have to do is say that you're going to call the crtc and they'll try and they'll try and like basically get you things so you won't because if you complain to the c r t c it even if you just complain to them, it's a fine for that company
2: oh, interesting, okay, there's a pro tip, so if you live in Canada and you feel the same way we do, which if you're a human being with red blood, you should feel like they're ripping you off. That's your move. That's your one power move. Yeah, threaten to call the CRTC. Yeah, in the states, I don't know what. What do you do? Uh, okay, I'm gonna tweet Trump. I'm
1: just, a, I'm gonna <laughs> tweet Donald Trump if you don't give me a better deal. I think. I mean, their prices are a lot better. They probably have other things to complain about, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah if yeah. you're
2: American, you tell us. Send us an email yeah. at theboysatbluecollarmoviereviews dot com. Yeah. Tell us what's shitty about your phone service, about your internet, your cable.
1: Tell us what movies you like, what movies you don't. Tell got, us
2: about your day. Tell us what you ate last Wednesday.
1: We got an email from a friend of the show, Aaron. And I did have this on email, in case you're wondering. But then I changed phones and now my I've lost a bunch of my personal emails. So um he was talking about Endgame and he had some issues with Endgame. That's stupid. It was a great movie. Okay, I already don't like this email. Okay. Uh, you cheap in Endgame, I felt like they cheaped out on the Hulk. They had tried to develop his character so much in the previous movies between Hulk and Banner, and then in Endgame they were magically melded and created this ma- this funny guy. Sure it was entertaining, but the big they big time missed an opportunity to have a clutch moment of realization and coming together. I felt very cheated and also my dog, Skip, I also cried in that movie.
2: Nice. Okay, I take it back. I like that email. Yeah. So I felt the same way because they spent all that time developing the relationship with him and Black Widow, and you kind of think that might go somewhere. Yeah. And they kind of broach it, but not really, so I can get behind that. Uh, yeah, Anna and I wept, like, like just bald Like, we were, yeah, it was awesome. So... We liked that movie. We thought it was emotional. It was kind of the end of an era for me. I'd been watching those movies since 2008. So, you know, like, yeah, it's just one of those big events where all the things come to a head. So that was pretty good. Um, yep. I'm I'm going to just move. I'm, we're going to stay on this, but I'm going to just move a little bit past it. I, I did go and see Spider-Man's. Oh, the new one. Yeah, it's called Spider-Man's in Europe's. I don't think that's what it's called something like that though yeah and uh i liked it okay uh i'm not gonna tell anyone what it's about but i am gonna say uh it's the first movie that happens post end game yes and they they touch on the topics of how uh half the population disappearing and then coming back affected everyone um probably they, not much they talk about, well, you'll have to watch Spider-Man's in Europe Whoa, to find out. What a pitch. And they talk about what, you know, what's the future of the Avengers. They kind of broached that. They kind of, you know, because Spider-Man's had the relationship with Tony Stark. They broached that. So it was, it's, it's, I liked it. I, I, I'm going to say I liked it and I would recommend it. Do you need to watch it in the theater? Maybe, maybe not. I did. Don't feel like it's a necessity, but you could. And yeah, I'll be interested to hear what you guys think when you see it.
1: So, like, coming out of that movie, are you optimistic that Marvel can reach the high heights that they set for themselves? Well,
2: I'm in a terminal uh, a terminal optometrist, so that didn't what you he heard me. Okay, so I would say, uh. yeah they can Mm
0: -hmm.
2: they're gonna have to work real hard to do it because i mean i didn't love uh chris evans captain america but over time i really started to enjoy him especially as he got harder like like at first he was so soft and
1: just like kind of an old man so basically what you're saying is you enjoyed the process of captain america getting hard oh yeah loved it every moment (laughs) um
2: i like i love i love it i love in uh in um uh whatchamacallit not endgame what's the one before it infinity war War. oh infinity war yeah where where he like the train goes by and he's standing there and he's like hard as fuck like he just looks like rugged and fucking tough he's been on the run like they've been, you know, he's, and he's in, he's awesome. And I, I like that. Um, I like the scene where, uh, he's like running in, in Wakanda and he's like running towards those angry dog monster things. And, and he's, he's like right up there with Black Panther going right into it. I I thought they did a good job with that. So anyways, with him and, and, uh, Robert Downey Jr. gone, there's a huge gap to fill so can they do it yes will they do it time will tell
1: yeah i mean it like <clears throat> well i mean it's official now that endgame is the highest selling movie of all time so passing av- avatar um and a, i can't remember the other ones on the titanic yeah titanic star wars passion yeah. of the christ <laughs> is that up there
2: oh yeah Huh. E.T., I think, was up. Yeah, which, so it's the highest revenue movie Park. of all
1: time. Yeah. It's hard to... That was a big setup to go to that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they they played the long game. Yeah. And it worked. Uh, okay.
2: Shitty cable companies ticked off the list. <laughs> well, speaking
1: of stream, companies. you said you had all the streaming services. Oh, yeah. I was looking at... Well, Disney Plus is, what are we, like, two, three months away now from Disney Plus coming out?
2: Yeah, that pisses me off. Like, am I going to have to have that to watch Star Wars movies and and Marvel movies? That's dumb. You know what? I probably won't get that. I'll probably just rent those movies. Fair enough. If I want to see them. Because there's not enough going on there for me to want to get involved in that.
1: Yeah,
0: say you watch one of those movies a month. Sometimes you won't watch one of those movies a month, and then you'll be out that streaming. Yeah. Uh, if you can hear a loud rumble in the background, that's old
2: Road Warrior neighbor Blair starting up his uh, RX7. Yeah. RX7. Sounds nice and throaty. Uh, okay. I want to talk a little bit more about cars. So, status of my Mercedes is last year the fuel pump failed me three times this year so far no problems i had planned to go in and talk to um, a european car guy and get them to do the fuel lines and the injectors and the fuel pump and uh and all that and i just said fuck it and so far it's okay it's paying <laughs> off so i think i just got a bad batch of fuel pumps because i didn't buy oem because it was like 1500 dollars to get a mercedes fuel pump so i bought what is probably a chinese one so so far very happy roofs off been driving it in the sun and life is good elliot what's your uh what's your golf up to
1: uh not a whole lot lately i've been working hard at starting a new job so we took that last time but so that's taken up a bunch of my time although i am getting a new truck which i'm pretty excited about Ooh, what you getting Uh, an f-150 nice i didn't really have a choice but yeah they they they're
2: getting it yeah that's nice yeah Elliot's in the big leagues he's getting a company truck i know Living the dream. Company phone. Company truck. Company man. I know new days.
1: Right on. Another yeah. day, another dollar. Yep. Moving up in life. Just more dollars now. Just more a dollar a days. There you go. That's the trick. <laughs>
2: that is the trick to try to make more dollars. Uh, okay, so we got nothing going on with the golf. Aaron, you got any car projects?
1: Not a single one. Nope. You went to a, you went camping, but not camping. Yeah, that's kind T- of
0: test camping.
1: See, is that a th- i i my kid's only nine months old and doesn't do much other than roll around on the floor right now and get into trouble that way. Oh, like, and and he pulls out all the grass. Oh yeah, he pulls him nose grass out. <laughs> he was hanging out in his
0: backyard the other day,
1: ripping but, up the So grass. what is what exactly is test camping?
0: Well, the two year old, he's an animal. He, so... you gave you birthed to an animal? Yep. Wow. Well, my cool. wife did. Um, <laughs> so he is very ornery at bedtime. So he needs his his status quo his regular his his routine. He's very routine oriented. That's the only way we get him to sleep. So breaking that routine, taking him out to uh, the trailer out at the parents' uh, house where they keep the trailer. Is very detrimental in changing his routine. So he basically I was basically holding him till nine o'clock at night, forcing him to go to sleep. And then he woke up at two o'clock in the morning. I had to go up there and snuggle in with them. lacy the four year old, she went to sleep like a dream. She kept on saying, Daddy, wife is waking me up and keeping me awake. He's not letting me go to go to sleep. So she was a trooper, but yeah, so that's a challenge because we want to go camping because I want to go camping.
1: And so let me get this straight. Before you can actually camp, you have to go
0: and pretend to camp. Well, it's not worth going camping and then coming home the next day because it was just a shit show. Yeah. So if we get him, if my, my plan is to get him used to sleeping in the trailer, get him used to going out. Then when we do go out, it's a pleasant situation Mm. versus going out into the to a campsite and having mayhem happen and then just leaving the next day. I think uh, I think Noah went to pee.
1: So Willie's peeing. Have
0: you you seen any submarine movies lately? Ah, no, I haven't. Not a. Those are few and far between, I think. I mm-hmm. would in, in like in the, the theater. Would you say out? that the, in the ocean of
1: of theatrical releases, <laughs> sometimes they're a little submerged under the
0: surface? Yep. And they'll shoot those torpedoes, <laughs> sea to air missiles, Ooh, sea to air, sea to air. Speaking of sea to
1: air, I took my first trip up to Whistler the other day. Sea to sky. Sea to sky. I, See the sky you highway. saw what I did there. <laughs> lovely transition
0: what what a road and it is way nicer than it used to be it used I to heard be that yeah a two-lane windy yeah you can fly up there now get lots of speeding tickets oh i was like you can fly up there now wow <laughs> no just like haul ass and get as many speeding tickets as you want
1: no we were just i mean on that topic like the best roads that you've ever driven Fuck yeah. See that? yeah you nailed it right in the in the can thing. <laughs> Ooh, beer me. Tacate or Coors Light or one Tacate I'm, I'm on a Takate roll. Budweiser. Ooh, gosh. Okay. So have... into the mic. Say that again. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So
2: Best road. I got a few things I need to talk about. <laughs> that was <laughs> okay. That's ah, a all over time. my oh, face. Sorry. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I, I got. It. I had. I came up with a couple topics. Get your pad. Yeah, my notepad. My notepad. I came. I was okay. So I just had to take a leak and get some whiskey. Anyways, um, so I, you know, what I'm just gonna launch into this. We're coming back to the roads. Roads. Okay. Roads is written down. We're coming back. Um so i i'm upstairs i'm i I go to get the whiskey so we can review the lone mckinnon and i'm taking a piss and i'm feeling pretty free-spirited because we were talking about more freedom in canada less rules and you know what i decided to go no hand i don't know why like just did it and friggin she bucked hard
1: like piss everywhere so i regret that (laughs) anyways that could hold up i just thought of the law that i would write into if i could yeah all men over the age of 18 have to grow a mustache no matter how bad it looks yeah no matter how bad it looks you have to grow a mustache can you have a beard or just a mustache just mustache so close that was really close um all right continue so old tear moves
2: and i go over there last weekend to help him move and i get there he lives like an hour away from here so like i let him leave in the morning i haven't had uh burnaby okay i haven't had my morning shit yet
1: oh no so like did you stop at a (laughs) gas station no it's brewing
2: like the whole drive it's brewing and by the time i get there i'm like gonna poo my pants
1: yeah
2: yeah, like it's coming out. Yeah. So I run in there. Prairie dogging. Prairie dogging. Run in there. Brand new house. Okay? Like this is their brand new house. There's like, like I, I blast in. His wife's there. He's there. His kids are there. There's some guys I don't know that are helping him move. They're there. I'm like, I gotta go. Hey, everybody. Hey. Run in the bathroom. Freaking dump my brains out. Okay? Do a courtesy flush. Because I'm a champ. Mm-hmm. I'm classy. I'm a classy bitch. But then more, more shit, like round two. So like, you know, it's to keep coming. Whoa. More shit. So it's coming again. So, you know, rock and roll, some more shit, really stinky too. Like really not a good situation. And then I'm like, okay, whatever. That's, there's not much more. So then I, I'm like, okay, I get to wipe, wipe up here, but it's fucking greasy boys. It's a, it's a greasy situation.
0: Was there TP in the toilet at least? Oh Already? yeah, yeah.
2: No, no problem with the TP. Oh. Extra thick, Costco Kirkland brand, like super triple quadruple ply, like beautiful. Felt like I'm I'm wiping with a quilt. So you know, nice and soft. <laughs> everything's going smooth. But the problem is, this toilet paper is so thick, and it's such a greasy poo. I don't do like a midway flush.
1: Oh no, and I end
2: up basically the toilet clogs, and there's shit in it and when it like but the way that it flushes is it stirs it so the shit ends up like in there like on the top like it doesn't go down first so there's shit and toilet (laughs) paper and it fucking stinks like it's real bad and so i come out i i wash my hands i know i'm i'm looking around there's no plunger i'm fucked i come out and i'm like hey uh terror like you got a plunger. He's like, uh, at the old house. And his wife's like, why you need a plunger? What's going on? She's getting in there. Everyone's coming in, like not coming in, but like (laughs) coming into the conversation. Like what's going on? I'm like, oh, I clogged your brand new toilet. And they're like, oh fuck. (laughs) So basically I have to drive half an hour across town to his old house, get his plunger, drive all the way back with poo in the toilet for like an hour. Just, I go in the room and I I like, you know, my vom muscle yeah. is not strong. <laughs> you can't handle it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like breathing through my shirt, trying to not puke, trying to unplunge the thing, having to like open the door and take breaths of fresh air. <laughs> oh, it was a tragedy. <laughs> Anyways.
0: So uh, Did you at least grab a load of his stuff from his old house and fill up your truck and then bring that no, back? No, because you, you I, asked, just I asked got the if plunger? I could do
2: that, and he said it was all, like, personal stuff and, like, photos and things, and they wanted to take care of it, so I couldn't even help them. Like, I literally came in, ruined their toilet, came back, and they'd, like, finished most of the move. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, so real... that's what
0: you got to do, people. Go and pretend to clog a toilet. Go and be like, okay, I'll go get your plunger. Yeah. You guys move. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. I didn't
2: I didn't feel bad for him at all. Not even a little bit. I felt awful for his wife. I felt like I ruined her whole day. But for him, zero, zero remorse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh OK, my favorite road. OK, uh, it's funny. I was talking to my boss about this today. So there's the road between um, Terrace and Prince Rupert, B.C., is like one of the best drives I've ever done in my life. It's just stunning. But the actual best drive I've ever done is I rented a car in Turkey and drove from Istanbul to Antalya down the entire Mediterranean coast of Turkey. And that was just absolutely stunning. That was really, really amazing. Uh, I also rented a car in Greece and drove around Greece for three weeks and that was amazing and i would also have to say israel has some pretty pretty stunning drives uh that i've done in in israel too so those are probably for me the best ones um british columbia has loads of good drives like just loads there's a really great drive between kamloops and cash creek that i really like uh there's a good one in the Southern part of the province where you can go from kind of like around a Soyuz. No, wait, not a Soyuz. You can go from, I think it's around Kelowna down to Grand Forks. That's a pretty cool drive. So yeah, we have some really, really great drives here. That's for sure. Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, yeah, as far as great drives go. done
1: uh if you've done like the ocean the ocean high or the pacific ocean highway like down to california the 101 yeah beautiful it's a, drive it's a Anna, great Anna drive now you're
2: doing that in, uh, in two weeks yeah. we're, well not to california we're driving down the oregon coast to portland uh no we're gonna drive down washington to around olympia and then you cut in in inlet or you cut west to astoria And then you head south on the 101, and we're going to go down to Florence.
1: There's, like, sand dunes right on the water. We're going to do dune bugging and and hang out down there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Great Ocean Highway going from Sydney to uh, Brisbane in Australia is awesome. Although I'm not a huge fan of, you know how we have speed cameras? They have, like, the average speed ones. Like, where it tells your time between the two places. And if you get to mm-hmm. too quickly, it gives you a ticket. Stupid. Yeah, speed cameras are dumb. bullshit.
2: <laughs> speed doesn't kill the way the man kill. will get you. The whole idea, like, we have ICBC, the socialist communist insurance company of British Columbia. And, um, they, uh, they always have these ads, speed kills. Yeah. If you fucking move, you could die right like that's a fact of life like if you just stayed somewhere and don't go anywhere like you're safer than if you go somewhere if you get up and move if you have any speed at all even if you're crawling something could happen to you a log could yes. fall on your head a bear could see you and eat you while you're moving you know but it's not speed like there's all these statistics that are that basically say that slow drivers jamming up the passing lane cause more accidents than speed does.
1: That's for sure.
2: I mean, I'll give you that if you're weaving in and out of traffic, like a fucking asshole, like if you think you're in your, you're in the F one on the highway on the way home, fuck you. But like going 10 or 20 above in the passing lane, when everyone's going 10 or 20 above, no one's getting hurt.
1: No, 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 and it's the dummies who aren't paying attention
2: that are causing
1: accidents. It's not the guys that are trying to get home after a long day doing 10, 15 over the speed limit. Yep,
2: agreed. Well, my theory is that driving is a skill, and it's a skill that combines several skills. Like, there's hand-eye coordination involved, and some people are not physically gifted, and they have no hand-eye coordination and some people are ill-attentive, like they, they're inattentive. They don't look around. They're fucking dummies. Like they walk down the street and walk into a telephone pole because they were texting. Or they're just like, they just don't fucking know what they're doing. They, they get to, they go into a grocery store and they get to the cashier and at the, they realize like while they're in the lineup, they need to find their visa and they're digging through their purse or their wallet or whatever, <laughs> trying to find a visa 20 minutes later. Like, fuck, pay attention. And these same idiots can get a driver's license and then they're doing the exact same thing they do when they're at the grocery store, but on a highway,
0: like they're not paying attention. Hmm. They're not slow down at every corner be like, Oh, this might be my turn. Nope. Not my turn. Yeah. The they're... way
1: that people drive their shopping cart in superstore is the exact same way they drive a car on the road.
2: Yeah. L- look at it, man. It's...
1: it's true.
2: I like to stay on the right side and go like the wind go like the wind go like the- go like the wind uh i want to talk about something that i don't really know anything about but i think it's a funny topic and that is nick cage's current career status <laughs> i don't know what is happening with nick cage i know that every month or two there seems to be another new netflix movie with him in it and every single time He's on the cover shot and he seems to be looking sadder and sadder and more decrepit in each and every movie that passes by. So if you know what's going on with Nick Cage, please email us at the boys of blue collar movie reviews. <laughs> We'd like to know some Nick Cage updates. I personally am not going to do the hard work of Google searching what's happening in Nick Cage's life. I assume nothing good, but who knows? I got a lot of love for Nick Cage. He's done a lot of wonderful things. He's also done a lot of real not wonderful movies so
0: yeah thoughts guys he's getting a paycheck he's showing up to work getting doing the role that he was given doing his thing and what comes out he may or may not care yeah it's kind of interesting hey like he's he's
2: uh working and good for him for working i do admire that is he doing good work that's a whole nother question
1: (laughs) are you are you looking um, he's in so many movies it's unreal
2: in the in the past five years like he must be taking a major wage cut he must be doing movies for like ten (laughs) dollars like here we'll give you a gift card to mcdonald's free happy meal here's 85 bucks you're in
1: let's do this like he's been active since uh 82 he's done 101 movies
0: how many 181 82 yeah and he said he started in 1980 1982
1: he started 82 okay and he's been in 101 movies do you think
2: there's a stat for for movie guys like there is for sports guys like like Corsi in hockey no 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 like in hockey it's like a huge deal for a hockey player to play a thousand games yeah like it's a major mark like it's a long I, long career i was listening i was listening to an interview with a guy who's who's retired and he said when he was playing they'd be in the gym and the younger guys are all talking about oh did you see that new player in that sick deek? and the older guys are like hey did you hear so-and-so's close to a thousand games Like, like apparently a thousand games is something that's like, is like one of the most respectable things you can do in that sport. So where Mm -hmm. I'm going with that is do actors have like a, you, you know, like Nick Cage was in 101 movies like that they respect. They're like, wow, like whether they were good or not, like he fucking did it.
1: I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say half of these movies I've never even heard of before. (laughs) What Have you, you heard got? of a movie called Bangkok Dangerous? Is that on Netflix? In which Nicolas Cage plays a character named Joe? The better question is, has anyone heard of that? Have you ever heard of a movie called Bad Lieutenant Port of Call, New Orleans? No. That's a long name. That is a long name. Have you ever heard of a movie called Drive Angry? Yeah. I've heard of Drive Angry. Really? Okay. that's on. Have Netflix. you ever heard of a movie called Trespass? Yes. Mm. Netflix also. Okay. Okay. Have you ever heard of a movie called The Frozen Ground? No. Okay. Have you ever heard of a movie uh, about a a knight called Outcast? No one's heard of that. Have you ever heard of a movie called Dying of the Light? No. Hey, Elliot. Yeah.
0: So if you average that out, he's been doing 2.7 movies a year pretty good that's really good
1: i mean and i'm gonna i'm gonna make a judgment call and say that more of these have been in the last 10 years probably than the rest of he's pumping them out lately and i've never even heard of half of these movies dog eat dog the trust uh army of one arsenal vengeance a love story inconceivable mom and dad the humanity bureau dark Mandy, Looking Glass, Two Eleven, Between Worlds, uh, Jujitsu, Grand Isle. Like all of these movies were in the last three years. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: we all know that Nick Cage and his career have not aged well, but we're going to transition into talking about something that has. So, that's re- that was really well done. We are right now holding in our hands a Lone McKinnon. So it's L O H I N M C K I N N O N wine barrel finish single malt whiskey uh, made in beautiful British Columbia. Uh, So let's see what we got here. Made from 100% BC malted uh, barley and matured in premium oak casts. This proud local whiskey is finished in BC Okanagan Valley sage pipe wine barrels uh or finished in pipe wine barrels uh Uh, they're saying british columbia is home to some of the best beer wine and spirits found anywhere in the world i will agree on the beer because they brew Coors light here now and (laughs) the rest of it maybe probably not uh smooth anyways so
0: I think this is aged
2: for around five years, he said.
0: He's, yeah, he said he they minimum do five years to, to call it a whiskey. So they'll, they minimally do the five years to do a whiskey.
2: Yeah. So, all right, here we go. Wine Barrel Casks, Lone McKinnon. Bottoms up, boys.
0: Well, I'm definitely not going to scull this. This is wonderful. I'm going to savor that. I got a bottle of this one, too, when we were there. Yeah, it's quite nice. The right wine, right wine away, food I'll food. say it has a very,
2: very uh, sweet mm-hmm. um, nose, and then it goes into definitely a very wine-feeling, solid taste, like with kind of a caramelly finish. Very sweet, very easy to drink. You could definitely put a lot of this down the hatch. Thank you, guys, over at Central City Brewing and Distillery. For a wonderful tour this is one of the bottles we got there uh i think we're going to uh call it are we over an hour right now yeah no, we're getting there 57 minutes yep. let's call it okay we're gonna call it thank you guys thank you for listening it's been no name noah
1: early voice of the hipster
2: truck stop Aaron how's it doing have a great uh whatever you have
1: fuck off muzzle top Yeah, were we trying to, did we ever decide what a bar mitzvah for a,
0: a, that's a girl's one? Do you think when Transformers come of age, have an Autobot mitzvah? Uh. I
1: would, (laughs) I would watch that movie.
0: Yeah, what would they crush? Glasses? Or is that a, is that a wedding I'm thinking of? They, I, I haven't actually been glasses. to a
2: bar mitzvah, believe it or not. I've been to a bunch what, of Jewish weddings. What do they weddings. do
0: at a bar
1: mitzvah? You work with a bunch of um, Jewish people, don't you? Oh, they're the best. Yeah, yeah, I do. Can you get us hooked up, maybe invited it to a bar mitzvah? If you want to go to Montreal for a bar mitzvah, I can.
2: Hmm. It's a bit of a hike. Maybe.
0: A bit of a... That a is a little of a bit commute. of a way to go, yeah. Yeah, maybe not.